Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Trevor Matson Movie Show. I am your host, Trevor Matson, and uh, surprise, surprise, it's it's a movie show, and we're we're talking about movies. Who would have thought? Um, after an incredibly slow uh, news day yesterday, we got some stuff to talk about. We got some we got some clips. We got some trailers. We had a uh, we had an award ceremony. <laughs> Uh, surprisingly enough, I had no idea what was happening, uh, but it happened, and their their best film award was weird. But let's kick off the show with the weekend box office. Uh, in case you guys don't know, the goal of the show is to run you guys through the movie news as quickly as possibly uh, can, while also still providing my thoughts, so that way you guys can keep up to date. So the weekend box office was topped by Spiral from the Book of Saw, making it the sixth of nine uh, Saw films to top the box office on their opening weekend. Um, the top, the rest of the top five was Wrath of Man, uh, which dropped to second. Those Who Wish Me Dead, opening up third, which was the first HBO Max simultaneous uh, release with theaters and HBO Max to not end up in the top two on its opening weekend. Uh, Demon Slayer still uh, still looking along, very very impressive, as well as Raya and the Last Dragon, rounding out in fifth. Uh, in other box office news, Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla vs Kong, uh, just became the highest grossing film since Bad Boys for Life. So uh, we're getting we're getting back to it, Godzilla vs Kong. Um, hopefully ushering back in uh, some big summer box office numbers um so now we got a we got some clips uh we got a clip from black widow a clip from the conjuring the devil made me do it and we got a snake eyes gi joe origins teaser trailer so let's kick off with the black widow clip you got a plan as far as i know now i don't typically watch um a lot of clips uh i've watched trailers i haven't always watch the clips but as far as i know this is the first like over a minute clip we've gotten of the film i might be completely wrong um but it looks good a lot of the action looks really dynamic i liked um i really like the editing throughout the trailer um now whether this is actually a full one minute scene it is still hard to say i would assume it is but we still do not know for sure um whether that's the case or not so um, one thing that I'm really looking forward to off of this clip is, uh, Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson's chemistry. Um, they look very at home together. Um, they look very tight together. Like they, like they were sisters as they are supposed to be in the film. Um, just the subtle bickering back and forth. Uh, it, it really, really worked for me. So I'm excited to just see a full, a full, uh, a full feature of that. Um, but then we also got a clip from the conjuring. The devil made me do it. So I have not seen either of the prior conjuring films. I'm going to watch them, uh, leading up to conjuring. The devil made me do it, but I don't know. I, I know that they're, they're obviously horror films. I know the basic premise of Lorraine and Ed Warren, but this felt like two clips to me. Um, 
I don't know if it was a, a flashback. Like I said, I'm, I'm not very educated on um, the Conjuring franchise, so feel free to correct me. But this did feel like two clips. Um, or it's just edited together that way in the film. It's always tough to tell when studios release clips. Um, and that's why I typically don't watch them because I, sometimes they aren't actually clips. They're multiple clips put together. Um, they, and it's almost just like a trailer. So, I mean, the, the clip looked scary, I guess. Um, it, it, it leaves on a cliffhanger, which is quite literally, um, <laughs> which I, I guess is supposed to try and get people in theaters. Um, I am not too excited for this. This film horror is not typically my genre. The trailer looked uh, good. The first trailer that we received a couple weeks ago. Other than that, I'm I'm still not too excited for it. Um, I'll still see it for the show uh, to do a review, and I'll watch the previous two Conjuring films. But I've never been massively into horror, um, so I'm I'm curious as to what my thoughts of the film will be. Uh, but it will be streaming and in theaters July, June 1st, June 4th, June 4th, dates are hard, um, June 4th, HBO Max, uh, for a month, I believe, and then also in theaters at the same time. So then we got our first clip of Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Um, and this movie looks fun. Um, it doesn't look like it's doing anything new. This is our, this is our first full look at the film. Um, so everything is pointing towards it's not going to be connected to the previous two films, which I'm all for because those films are really, really bad. Um, but this, this film, I mean, it looked, it looked fun, but like, We've are like just as far as fighting movies, like we've already had Mortal Kombat this year. We're getting Shang Chi. I don't know where this fits in uh, to the grand scheme of things, just because of I don't know how big the GI Joe franchise is anymore with all of the other major franchise um, IPs. So, I mean, because it's not like this looks bad. Like, the action looks very dynamic. Um, there's some really cool uh, uh, visual effects shots. Um, this I'm not saying this movie will get an audience. I just don't know how big that audience is going to be. Um, like, it's in October. I don't know if this movie, like, breaks 400, 500 million. I could be completely wrong. But I I just don't see that happening because it's it's October, so no Marvel movies because next one would be Eternals in November. So maybe it can it can pull it in. Um, but it will be what three two months one month one month after Shang Chi comes out. Um, and I don't know general audiences might find that is is different, in, or sorry, might find that it's the same, and. I, of, of course, the comics is different, and, and Snake Eyes is very interesting and different character than Shang-Chi. But, with both of those coming out around the same time, 
I'm uh, I'm not sure because the trailers do look very very similar. Even with like mu- uh, music choice, feels very very similar. Uh, so with them being released within a month, I'm curious to see how the battle goes. It's just Shang Chi quite obviously has the advantage because, well, it's Marvel. But um, Snake Eyes star Henry Golding says that he would love to be an entire film be silent interlude so for those who don't know silent interlude is in the gi joe comics um no no speech bubbles no thought bubbles no description like it's just no words it's just all told through the images uh so essentially he's proposing a silent snake eyes action movie which i am all for like that's what would set them apart that would be so incredibly like creative and new to do like a silent, uh, like no dialogue action movie. So like you'd still have all of the sounds, just no dialogue. I think that could be really really cool. Um, obviously, you'd have to come up for a reason to explain that. Um, but we know that there's a sequel being planned, The Snake Eyes. We know that they kind of have a plan to rebuild the G.I. Joe franchise. I would love for the sequel to be Silent Interlude. If this film does well, maybe they get the confidence because Henry Golding wants it. Um, And I I would love to see that. That would be, like, I don't know if that's ever been done before for, like, an action film. Um, Because obviously there's been silent films or no dialogue films. But that would be that would be very very interesting. That's something that I would be completely here for. Um, so last night there was the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Uh, so all of the categories except for two were um, mixed between movies and shows. There, the only ones that were separated were best show, best performance in the show, and best movie, best performance in the movie. Um, I don't typically cover show stuff, but for those who were wondering, best show and best performance in the show went to WandaVision and Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision. Um, and like I said, there was a bunch of other categories like best hero, best villain, best comedic performance, best horrifying performance, like best duo, best kiss, best music moments, I think, um, which those are all mixed between movie and TV. And I think most of them went to TV. So we're just going to be covering... Best Performance in a Movie, and Best Movie. Um, so Best Performance in a Movie went to Chadwick Boseman from Mount Rainey's Black Bottom. I kind of think you knew they were going to do this. Like, there was enough people upset um, that they would be <laughs> to, to vote online for uh, Chadwick Boseman after he did not win the Oscar. Um, and out of the people nominated, I think think he was deserving uh i really truly do because the other ones were i believe carrie mulligan uh for promising young woman zendaya for um malcolm and marie uh daniel kaluuya for judas and the black messiah and sasha baron cohen for trial of the chicago seven like jadrick would absolutely deserve to win out of those uh I would have loved to see Carrie Mulligan recognized for her performance because I love Promising Young Woman, but happy to see Chadwick recognized. But then we get to Best Film. So the nominees for Promising Young Woman 
Judas and the Black Messiah, Borat subsequent movie film, Soul, and To All the Boys Forever and Forever. And To All the Boys Forever and Forever won. That won. I mean, I I under I understand that like what I have not I okay I don't want really to come off too judgmental because I haven't seen the film. Uh, I haven't seen any of the two other boys films. I guess I kind of have to now. Um, I get that it's the MTV uh, movie and TV awards, so it's it's voted on by just the general public. And then I also understand that uh, there's, like, it's really sad, all of the Asian hate going around, and people wanted to recognize that. But could you at least have voted for Minari? Or, like, I I don't know. And and again, I I find it hard to judge because, who knows, maybe I would love To All the Boys uh, forever and forever, and I'd love the To All the Boys films. It just felt like movies like, I mean, I know Minari wasn't nominated, but, like, Minari was right there. Judas and the Black Messiah was right there. Promising Young Woman was right there. Soul was right there. Um, and this seems kind of strange, I guess, but to be fair, they gave Best Movie to every single installment of the Twilight franchise. So, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But to all the boys, Forever and Forever is your MTV Movie of the Year. Um, so, uh, put that one in the record books, guys. But... That is the show. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you want to find me other places, you can check me out, Trevor Matson on Letterboxd. We also have Instagram and Twitter accounts uh, at the Trevor Matson Movie Show. Appreciate the follow. Uh, and that just makes it easier to share with your friends. Try and get more people's eyes on this show if you want to hear me talk about movies to myself every day. Because <laughs> I'm sure that's entertaining. Um, I should be getting up a review of Those Who Wish Me Dead soon. Um, But other than that, we're just uh, going to be talking movies every single day here on the show. So thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye.